Well, good morning. I'm afraid it's uh, quite dark and very wet and windy outside this morning, but at least it's nice and warm inside. Going back to, I think it was around about the 9th of June, we started to look at the question of who am I as a Christian? And I hope that you are encouraged by knowing that we all have, as part of our new life in Christ, the characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit. This is part of our inheritance, and it's to be to the praise and glory of God. Listen to this verse from Ephesians chapter 1. It's verse 13 through to 14. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him by a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. This is about the person of the Trinity. In 2 Timothy Chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. What you heard from me, and this is Paul speaking to Timothy, and it's also for us this morning. What you heard from me, keep as the pattern of sound teaching, the faith and love of Christ Jesus. God, the good deposit that was entrusted to you and guarded with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us these encouraging words from God's word this morning. And as Christians, we have the Holy Spirit. We have him because we need him. We need his help. We've seen in our devotional times together that we have the the fruit of the Spirit and we also have the gifts of the Spirit. And I think it would be beneficial for us this morning just to take a very brief look at the difference between the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit, it is singular, one fruit with many facets. We strive to show each other these characteristics in any situation that we as Christians might find ourselves in. We should be as being joyful, peaceful, patient, kind, good, faithful, gentle, self-controlled. You say, that's not easy to do. And you're right. And that's why we need to walk daily in the power of the Holy Spirit. This is who we are as Christians. So that's the fruit of the Spirit. What about the gifts of the Spirit? Well, just in that phrase, you've got the the answer right away. But let's have a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through to 11. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge, by means of the same Spirit, another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits and another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to all other the interpretation of tongues. For all these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. Do you see the difference? 
the gifts of the Spirit, is plural. Where we have the capacity by the power of the Spirit to have all the characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit in the new nature, in the new nature we also have the potential for the gifts of the Spirit. But we may only have been given one or maybe two of them. You see, we're not intended or expected to have all the gifts of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4 to 6. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit, and He distributes them. There are many different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them, and in every one, it is the same God at work. So, who am I as a Christian? A person who should, by the guidance of his Spirit, be able to show the fruits of his Spirit in my daily walk with Jesus. Who am I as a Christian? A person who, by the gift that the Spirit has given to me, has a unique part, no matter how big or small I might think it is, it is given to be an important part of the body of his church. So... There's the difference, the main difference. One is singular, one is plural. Let's pray. Our Father, we do thank you for the gifts that you have given us, and we pray that whatever that gift or gift gifts might be, that we might recognize them, and that we might see their importance, and that we might use them to the benefit of your people, for the benefits of others and to your glory. Oh, Father, we just pray for each other this morning. We do thank you for, in this situation of the COVID virus, that we are now able to be a little bit freer. And we do praise you and thank you for those who have been able to meet up with family members, particularly with children and grandchildren. We do thank you for the joy that can bring. And we also know that it can bring its struggles and its pain and its heartache. But we do pray in whatever situation we find ourselves in today, we might still be able to glorify you and thank you for the position that we are in as we see it walking with you. Our Father, we do pray for those in other places, in other lands, particularly those who are yours, we ask your blessing upon them. We pray for news that we hear. We hear that there's been fresh outbreaks in Portugal, in areas of Lisbon. We do pray that this virus might be soon dealt with. We ask that you will remove it from us. We ask that you will lead those who are seeking to find a vaccine and that you will guide them. Father, we also hear that there are areas of Nigeria where, again, there is a, a fresh outbreak of this virus. And we do pray for our own country here, as we ask that this might not happen, that this virus will soon be cleared and that we will soon be able to meet together as your church in your church buildings. But our Father, we do pray for wisdom. 
and we do pray for protection and we do pray for guidance. Oh, Father, we bring these things into your presence now as we bring them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, do continue to pray for each other and to thank God for the blessings that we have been able to enjoy or maybe even have to struggle with during um, this new era where we can meet more of our friends and our family. I thought this morning that... Um, I would finish with uh, the words of a hymn in view of what we've been looking at in our study this morning. There's a work for Jesus, ready at your hand. Tis a task the Master just for you has planned. Haste to do his bidding, yield him service true. There's a work for Jesus, none but you can do. Work for Jesus day by day. Serve him ever, falter never, Christ obey. Yield him service, loyal, true. There's a work for Jesus, none but you can do. There's a work for Jesus, humble though it be. Tis the very service he would ask of thee. Go where fields are whitened, and the labourers few. There's a work for Jesus, none but you can do. There's a work for, there's a work for Jesus, precious souls to bring. Tell them of his mercies, tell them of your king. Faint not, nor grow weary. He will strengthen you. There's a work for Jesus, none but you can do. We very often sing that hymn, uh, maybe at missionary meetings or with a, a, a missionary thought, which it is about. But remember, wherever you are right now, that's your mission field that we've been given and that you've been given. So, praise God for that. And, uh, I'll be back again tomorrow morning. And uh, again, we'll look at another part of the Word of God and we'll see what we can learn from it and what we can be encouraged or how we can be encouraged by it. See you tomorrow. And uh, it's still raining. And no, I haven't had a cup of coffee yet, but I'm going to go and get one now. So, praise God. See you again. Bye now.